So most of us know this, but we're going to say it anyway, because we always need a reminder, I think. Your words are actually an outward expression of your thoughts. Through words, Don Miguel states, we manifest everything. Words are powerful. And you know, words have vibration. Words have energy. Words can bless or blister. Words can create or curse. Words can spread love or smear hate. Welcome. I'm Dawn Mathis, and this is To Your Greatness. Every day you give so much of yourself to those you love. Through this podcast, I'll guide you on a journey to reawaken the greatness that lies within you. In each episode, you'll hear incredible stories of transformation from me and my guests that will inspire you to design and manifest a life that is in harmony with your soul's purpose. You are meant to live the life you'd love. Let me show you how. Welcome. This is To Your Greatness with Dawn Mathis, and I'm Dawn Mathis of Institute Life LifeWorks. This podcast is number two in a mini-series of five about the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Last week, we talked about the overview a little bit of, of what the Four Agreements is about. And we delved into a little bit of the history behind the old agreements that we have that have kept us stuck, or as he puts it, living in a living hell. So we're going to talk about being impeccable with your word today. It's agreement number one in the four agreements. So the word impeccable comes from the Latin word peccatus, which means sin, and the prefix I am means without. So the word impeccable means without sin. A sin, Don Miguel describes, is anything you do which goes against yourself. So by being impeccable, you're taking responsibility for your words, but you do not condemn, judge, or blame yourself especially over and over again, you do not use the word against yourself. Hmm. How many times a day do you say something against yourself? We call them paradigms or limiting beliefs. So how many times do you do that in a day? Or how many times a day do you gossip? Hmm. For myself, let me count the ways. Actually, I'm way better now that I've adopted these, these truths from Don Miguel. Here's the most important thing I want you to remember today in today's lesson. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself and others. Avoid gossiping about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of love and truth. So most of us know this, but we're going to say it anyway, because we always need a reminder, I think. Your words 
are actually an outward expression of your thoughts. Through words, Don Miguel states, we manifest everything. Words are powerful. And you know, words have vibration. Words have energy. Words can bless or blister. Words can create or curse. Words can spread love or smear hate. Have you ever seen the water study by Masaru Emoda? Google that. Look at his water study. This study is where words actually changed the molecular structure of water. Positive words made the water crystals beautiful, like sparkling diamonds. And the negative words made the water dirty, cloudy, and structurally chaotic, even ugly. And here's the thing about water. We are 75% water. So words do have a powerful effect on us. So Don Miguel likens our word to a double-edged sword. One side of the sword he calls black magic. And one of the most powerful examples that we hear about is Hitler in Nazi Germany. His speeches spread fear, hate, and judgment that caused the atrocities against and the annihilation of millions of people. Another negative use of the word is gossip. Gossip, he describes as like a virus. It can break down communication between people, causing all kinds of angst, chaos, and division. It infects everyone it comes in contact with and becomes contagious to others. Our self-talk is a version of this, too, I believe. So are the stories we have about ourselves. So the other side of the sword is for us. It is the white magic, the uplifting edge, the edge of expansion, if you will. And when we use this side, we create and we can start with ourselves. I heard this once in a sermon by a unity minister, Peggy Christensen, back in about 2012, and I've never forgotten it. Claim your voice by listening to yourself. Speak in your own voice. Do not get lost. With the word, with the white magic side of the sword, your life becomes fertile for love. You become a magnet for good. Use words to share love with other people. It starts with you. And you can measure how well you're doing with your word by your increase in self-love, how you feel about yourself. So there are some steps we can take. We can create a few affirmations to build yourself up. Genevieve Berend, author of Your Invisible Power, had this affirmation for herself that created huge success for her. 
and it's one of my favorites. My mind is the center of divine operation. My mind is the center of divine operation. And here's one by Emile Couillet, the French psychologist who introduced a popular method of psychotherapy and self-improvement for his clients. And it was based on positive auto-suggestion or affirmations, if you will. And he had astounding results. You may have heard it before. It goes like this. Every day, in every way, I am getting better and better. So, our first step was to create affirmations. A second thing, we can create a new story. I recently heard Lisa Nichols, who is quoted in uh, the book The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. She's a motivational teacher, speaker, author. And her main topic when I was listening to her was for us not to define ourselves by the stories we tell ourselves and others. I also teach this philosophy in one of my programs called A Hero's Journey. We can change the narrative, the dialogue, and create something new, something empowering from an old story. I like to say this, use your past as a springboard, not a hammock. And Lisa says it this way, stand on your stories, not in them. When you and I rewrite our stories, we can actually change our memory and feelings about them. Because those stories are just a part, just a chapter or two in the book of life that we write about ourselves. So some life work, not homework, life work I have for you um, this week is this. And share this exercise with someone else that, that you trust. Think of a story from your past that you've told yourself or others many, many times that has caused you pain, that limits your belief in yourself, your self-love, and your self-worth. I want you to rewrite that story with a positive ending, with a new ending, one that lifts you up. Whenever you go back to the old version of that story, interrupt yourself and say, nope, I rewrote that story, and it has an awesome ending. So, next week, we're going to become, we're going to be covering agreement number two. Don't take anything personally. Ooh, you don't want to miss that one. So I hope you'll come back. And thanks for joining us today. This is Dawn Mathis with To Your Greatness, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining me on To Your Greatness. If you're inspired by what you heard and are ready to take a deeper dive into your own life's purpose, I'd love to offer you a complimentary life reflection session. In this session, I'll help you get clearer about what's been holding you back 
and how you can rediscover the greatness that lies within you. If this is something you would love, I invite you to head to my website, toyourgreatness.net, where you can take the first step in this journey. Spots are limited, so claim yours today. You are so much more than what you do for others. I believe there is a dream inside you just waiting to be fulfilled. If you agree, I invite you to take that first step and visit www.toyourgreatness.net right now. I can't wait to meet with you. My name is Dawn Mathis, and this is To Your Greatness. Remember, your greatness lies within you. See you next time. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to subscribe and keep listening. Remember to like, share, and review this podcast to help other listeners like you find their way to this heart-centered community. Thank you so much.